This is episode 231 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and today I am talking to you about the 13 biggest mistakes I see pet sitters and dog walkers make on social media. Now, if this is your first time joining this podcast, welcome. Thank you for listening. A lot of my viewers or listeners tell me that they actually binge on this stuff because it is so good and it does do an array of different topics from video to employees to personal development stuff. But today, this one was really inspired by my Better Marketing with Bella group. We have group coaching calls in that program. And uh, something we were talking about, you know, while it seems so obvious to me, I realized that it's not. And so I kind of wanted to go high level and make sure that all of you jumpers, you loyal listeners are not making these 13 mistakes that I see happen so many times. Now, let me just back up for a moment too. And if you're just joining us and you really don't know me that well, not only am I a pet sitting business coach, but I also have the honor when we're not in a pandemic to fly around the country and the UK teaching loads and loads of people all about social media, including Facebook groups. So not just that, but we also do have an agency side to Jump Consulting, where we have the honor of providing over 35 companies every single month with graphics, videos, Facebook covers, emails, blog outlines, descriptions, content calendars, and I'm probably forgetting some. But it's a pretty amazing program that has been proven to really get awareness out for brands and also attract the right kind of clients. So although I'm, you know, to you probably a pet sitting business coach and can definitely help scale your company, I also have built all of my companies that I've ever had, all four of them, online. I always say that, you know, like the computer, Facebook, Instagram, those are all my storefronts. So I definitely have at least 15 years knowing and growing and teaching all of this stuff. So I say this not as a a look at me, I'm great. I really want you guys to understand that everything that I ever say to you is not going to be like just a regurgitation of what somebody else says. And I think that's really important for you to know if you're going to invest your time in my podcast, because there is a lot of regurgitation going on out there. And uh, I am an OG, if I do say so myself. So uh, let's get right on into it. 13 biggest mistakes that pet sitters and dog walkers make on social media. Now, if you see or you or rather hear uh, anything that I'm about to tell you and you're like, oh no, Bella, I do this. Don't beat yourself up. We're just going to do better. That's it. And we're going to, we're going to learn better ways, hopefully, but we're going to stop doing these things. So the very first thing on my list is to list them all. What do I mean by that? Well, I've seen some email signatures and I've also seen some websites or business cards, you know, those pieces of paper that people used to hand out when we used to get together face to face that has everything listed out on it, either everything or more than it really should. Now, what do I mean by that? I simply mean that if you are not active on, let's say, oh my gosh, there's actually some places that still have Google places on it or like Twitter or Pinterest, you know, but you have that logo just to make it look like you're credible. Don't, don't take it off. I would rather see one icon on there, just Facebook, if that's the only one that you actually play on. 
And that actually leads me to my second one. My second tip, guys, is that if you are actually doing something that's like you post on Instagram and then you automatically have it post onto Facebook, please don't do that. That is like talking, let's say, uh, Italian and then going to France and talking Italian in France, right? Instead of French. And it is literally like, yeah, it has the same alphabet, right? And you can kind of make out some of the same words and you can, it's almost the same dialect, right? Kind of similar, but it's not. It's still two different languages. And that's what happens when you do that. So please, please, for the love of God, disconnect your Instagram to Facebook. Just because you can do it does not mean you should do it. Okay, moving right on to number three, no open-ended replies. Okay, so I see that, you know, y'all are like, we want people to engage with us. We want people to talk back to us. We try to do this and no one responds back to us. And then I look at your page and I don't see you tagging anybody. I don't see you when someone like says something, I see that you like it, but I don't see that you opened up a conversation. So every single time that someone decides to actually type you something back on any of your social media, it is important that you reply back to them with an open-ended question to keep that conversation going. If you don't, you have no right to complain that nobody's talking back to you. Um, So please, please, please always engage with your followers. That means oh, that's really sweet. How did he get that name? Where did you get the pup? Why does he like doing that? Oh, my dog likes doing this. Does your dog like doing that? You know, something open that it requires them to to talk back to you. And also with that comes tagging them so they get a notification on it. All right, we're going to move on to the next one, which is no buckets. So let me just recap really quick. When you list all of your social media channels, when you have Instagram automatically post to Facebook, the third one is no open-ended replies. The fourth one is no buckets. Okay. Now you guys might've heard me talk about buckets before. If you've been a loyal listener, or if you've listened to any of my stuff inside the jump consulting mastermind or better marketing with Bella, but I never like to assume because that makes an out of you and me. So yes, I just did censor myself. So we're going to just, you know, say that buckets are kind of like topics. It's like, okay, I have these five things that I always talk about on my social media. That could be behind the scenes. That could be stories about your clients and why you service them. It could be tips and tricks or favorite pet-friendly places in your area. It could be tips or tricks for your pets. Maybe it could be some sort of uh, news or something interesting like current events that are happening that apply to pets. Everyone's buckets are going to be different and that's what helps create your voice. But what happens is when you don't have those buckets, as I call them, you end up just sharing everybody else's stuff. And that gets pretty crappy because I'm going to your Facebook page. Typically, you guys... Let me let me back up. Do you know that social media is it's kind of like a 3D look at who you are and why I want to buy from you? Hardly ever do you go to Facebook and you say, hmm, I need a pet sitter in Scottsdale. No, you don't do that. You go to Google for that. And then you find their website. And then you're like, okay, I'm a little bit interested. Oh, they have a Facebook. Let me check out their Facebook. What are you looking for on their Facebook? You're looking to see that number one, they're relevant, which means that they've posted recently and that they are consistent in that relevancy. So they are consistently posting. The next thing that you're looking for is personality. You are looking to see that they're an actual person and who it's going to be. And this is something I tell my Better Marketing with Bella people all the time. 
It's awesome that we give you these killer graphics and videos and you need those because you also need to look like you are a million bucks. Like you have the know-how or the finances to invest in a professional image, right? But it is a very sensitive 50-50 balance where you need that professional image and these beautiful graphics that really do show off who you are. It's kind of like the front siding of your house, right? But people also want to appear in the backyard and they want to see that you're a real person. They want to see who's going to be coming into their home, giving their house keys to and taking care of their pets. So guys, you really have to like consider the buckets. All right. So moving on, I'm going to say static cover is the next one. What? Say what? When was the last time that you changed your Facebook cover people or your Instagram bio or your YouTube channel cover if you have a YouTube channel or any of that kind of thing? All right. Those are the major ones that people have been using in that order. Honestly, Facebook, Instagram, and then YouTube. And how often are you changing that stuff? Or is it just static? That is an opportune way for you to, again, show that you're relevant. Like what time of year is it? What kind of holidays coming up? What are you promoting right now. Keep that fresh and keep changing it up. And it's really going to make a really big difference in your company. So don't make that mistake of just putting up a cover and then never touching it for years and years and years. And again, it needs to be a professional cover. And if it's on Facebook, I would encourage you to go big or go home, go ahead and get a video cover. You can create a video. And that's why in better marketing with Bella, we actually give our companies a new Facebook cover every single month. It's a video cover. And it has to do with that month. It's very relevant to the times. All right. So the next thing I'm going to say is fonts and colors. And before I go into that, let me just recap. Okay. Cause I know that like I ramble and I talk a lot and I talk fast cause I get really excited about this. But the very first one was to list all of the social media channels. Don't do that. The next one was to not post your Instagram to your Facebook. The third one is no open-ended replies. So you want to engage with people. The other one is no buckets. So no topics to talk about, right? The other one is keeping a static cover. Now we're on to number six, and that is having good fonts and colors on your website. I do not want to see the Times New Roman or Arial font when that's not your font. I don't want to see that. I want to see the font that's in your logo all over everything, guys. It's called a brand guide and every single color should have it. Every color has a code to it. And when you're in Canva or wherever it is that you design things or your designer, they should be able to match the color exactly. This is not 1999 where we have to pick, you know, red and we hope that it's the right shade. No, we can match the shade, guys. And all of your branding, I want to see that, okay? So always have the fonts and the colors represented on all of your social media that represents you. All right. This is actually really prevalent when people, again, are sharing other people's stuff. It's okay to share once in a while, but God dang it, guys. Why don't you like make it your own? Why don't you put your own spin on it, recreate it? You give homage to them, right? You say, you know, inspired by or found originally on and you can tag them because otherwise it would be stealing. Actually, quick story, you guys. More times than not, I get messages from my Better Marketing with Bella clients that say that other sitters have stolen their content. And either one of two things happen. They crop out the logo of my client's company and then they share it, which even if they crop out the logo, it's still silly because it's still my client's colors and it's still my client's font, okay? And then my client either gets super pissed 
or they laugh about it. And then the other thing is, is that sometimes they just absolutely just share it. Carte Blanche, they just share it. It has their logo on it. It doesn't matter. So company XYZ has this beautiful graphic from Better Marketing the Bella. It has their colors, their fonts, their logo on it. And then company B, who's in the same town, is a competitor, literally shares it onto their page, which is like free advertising or free awareness. I just think it's funny. But you know, you really, you don't want to be one of those people. Don't be one of those people that are lazy and just press the share button. Be better. Be better. You're a jumper. You are better. All right, lingo. We're going to talk about lingo. This is basically your voice. This is how you talk. You know that I call you jumpers. You know that I say always keep jumping. You know that I end this a certain way all the time. You know that I'm like, hey, girl, you can do it. Oh my God, I believe in you. Like, that's my lingo, right? I know some companies out there that they'll never say fantastic. They'll always say potastic. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to get cute like that. It does not mean that you have to incorporate the cutesy pet names with it. But, you know, there's going to be a certain lingo that you're going to uphold. It actually becomes part of your brand guide, but don't be afraid to call your followers something. Okay. Lady Gaga calls them the monsters. Beyonce, she calls them the beehive. It is okay to, you know, call your clients something. I know some companies that call them, you know, the pack, you know, there's all different kinds of ways of doing this, but don't be afraid to put your own lingo in it because your voice is something as personal to you as your underwear. Yes, I love using this example because it really makes you stop and you're walking a dog right now and you're like, she just said underwear. What? And I just got you back, didn't I? Yep. Okay, so what I'm talking about is have your own lingo. Start paying attention to the words that you use and how you say things because that's also going to help you on social media because people are going to now see the same person or the same experience on social media than when they actually interact with you or your company, which also leads me to personality, okay? Lingo goes into personality and your personality, again, is as, as personal as your underwear, guys. There's only one of you and your business, I've said this since the beginning, since I've had my first business is that your business will force you to figure out who you are and what you want because you cannot be a successful business owner unless you know who you are and what you want. Otherwise, you're just copying everybody else. It's when you actually have a clear definition of sense of self in your business or who your business is that this part actually becomes easier. So I just don't want you to make the mistake of taking on someone else's personality because you see what someone else does and then you just want to copy it because you don't feel like you're creative or whatever. I get it, guys. I totally get it. And that's what I work on with my clients in the intensives that I do or in Better Marketing with Bella coaching sessions or in the mastermind. And it's all about that branding and that personality. I mean, think about a company that you guys know around here. I always think of Oregano's. It's an Italian place. They got like eight different locations. And, you know, there's all kinds of things like I can't think of one right now, but you know, like they'll make a play on words. Like, uh, I love my saucy balls and they'll have like t-shirts on it or like their advertisements, you know, their print advertisements, like in community newsletters and things will use up a lot of white space. But like the few words that they actually say are so punny, P-H-U-N-N-Y. It just makes you chuckle and it makes you really like, like that restaurant. And it's, um, it's a family dining. It's not snooty or anything. It's kind of like casual, but it's also expensive. 
but it's, it's the ambiance. It's the whole lingo. It's the personality. It's the branding. Okay. So I want to really encourage you to let yourself shine and stand strong in that because that will attract people to you. It will also make it really different when someone is looking around and they say the same thing on every single website and then comes your website and it makes the corners of their mouth churn up or it makes them chuckle or something. Okay. All right. The other thing is consistency. And I know that consistency is really, really hard. And I know that especially we've just gone through a really tumultuous year where arguably we've been given the gift of time, which is something that we've never had. And everyone has used it very differently. But if there's one thing that I can try to encourage you to think about is if you don't want to do it every day, which I actually don't recommend because you have 30, if you try to do social media every day for 30 days, you basically have 30 opportunities to F it up. All right. And you will. You absolutely will. There's a great saying that says, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. And it's so true, you guys, because truly like social media is best, I think, when you can sit down a week in advance or a month in advance. And I think you kind of like build up your muscles for social media. So maybe you started a week, then you do two weeks in advance, then three weeks, then four weeks. uh, And then you could do it quarterly. But, you know, start small and really just think like, okay, I'm going to at least have three posts for this week. And then guess what? Then it allows those two other posts or one other post or whatever you want to do to really just fill in the gaps. But at least you know that your basis, your foundation has been taken care of. So I would really, you know, figure that out. That's how you be consistent with social media. It's by planning it out. All right. And it's easier to plan it out and know what to type about when you're actually, when you have those buckets that I told you about. All right. So before we go on to the next one, I've got three more for you guys. I want to just quickly recap. So first, don't list them all out on your website. Do not have Instagram posts directly to Facebook give people open-ended replies. You know, another mistake is people don't have buckets or topics to talk about. Another mistake is that they don't keep changing their cover profiles. Another problem is that they don't have their fonts and colors listed out. They don't do the lingo. You know, they don't have their own language, which therefore they also don't have their own personality. There's no consistency with it. They don't plan ahead. And now the other thing is original content. And I kind of touched on this a little bit ago, but you want to have original content. If you are just a curator of other people's content, then you should just stop because you're wasting your time. I'm not going to go to your page and be like, oh, she likes funny stuff like I do too. (laughs) Ha ha, that was a funny video. Let me call them. Like that doesn't tell me anything about your business. Nothing. So don't do that, guys. It's okay on occasion, but please don't be one of those people that just, oh, I have to post something on my Facebook page, so I'm going to post someone else's stuff. Don't do it. It doesn't help you. All right. The second to last one is professional content. So like I was just saying, so not only do you actually need your original content, but it needs to be professional. Now, I've seen some people go out there and try to do their own content, and it looks like a third grader did it on Canva. They have no design eye. They don't know how to balance a graphic. It's busy, or the fonts are weird, or it's just really disorganized. It's not comfortable to the eye. So what happens is they actually, the viewer can get really really turned off by it because it just, it's like, eh, and they just want to keep going. If it's not pleasing to the eye, they're going to keep scrolling. They're not going to engage with it. And not to mention, it looks like you did it yourself and you don't have enough money. You're not successful enough to actually have professional graphics. So don't do that to yourself. Unless you have a design background, please don't do that to yourself. And the very last one, and this is 
the secret amongst all secrets. Or let's put it this way. This is the one thing that can save your butt. It's called repurposing. And so I teach my Better Marketing with Bella clients this all the time because we give them outlines, titles, and talking points for blogs and for videos. They can turn a video into a blog and they can turn a blog into a video. And then they can turn that into mini videos or mini graphics about the points in the blog. For example, this podcast right now, I'm probably going to show, like, send it over to my VA and I'm going to have her write it out as a blog. So I just sat here explaining all this information, 13 biggest mistakes petsters and dog walkers make on social media. And I'm going to say, write it out in a blog. And then if we're really good, we're going to start making graphics out of it. And those graphics that we make are really easy. We could literally say, you know, don't list all social media profiles on your website just to look cool. And it's like to learn more tips, go to the podcast or go to the blog, right? I probably would drag them into the blog, but both my blog and the podcast are both on my website. So that also drags them both to my website. So you guys, I want you to really think about that, how you can repurpose stuff, not only just like what I just said, but you know, guess what? Every 12 months, Christmas comes around. Every 12 months, Easter comes around. So before you start to try to figure out what should I post this Easter, I want you to start thinking about what did I post last Easter? And guess what? You can like go on your Facebook page and move to that part of your timeline and you can see what you post. And guess what? You can actually repost it. No one's going to be like, oh my God, she posted that last year. It's not like, oh my God, you wore that on the red carpet again. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I remember when I had my company, I was always like, okay, every year I'm going to do two more Christmas blogs or two more December blogs or whatever it is. So that like by five years, I literally had something to post every single day in December. It was insane the amount of content that I had. There's no reason why you guys can't start doing this. And I'm not just talking about Christmas. I'm talking about every single month of every single year. And I'll give you another example. My amazing Better Marketing with Bella people, that's what they do. Do you know that the program is so valuable that people have actually stayed in the program for three years? Three years because we don't redo the content. We're really careful not to like, you know, give another piece of content that says the same thing that we did. You know, if we celebrate walk your dog this year, we're not going to celebrate it next year. We're going to find something else so that eventually you end up having like such an array of stuff that you just, you're bomb.com. Not to mention if, and when you ever go to sell your company, knowing that you have all of these professional graphics made is just even more ammunition for the value of your company. I mean, where else do you have a folder that you can go to and pull out? It's almost like your virtual for you people out there who love to celebrate like holidays. And maybe you have, um, a big Tupperware bin full of like maybe St. Patrick's day stuff and you take it out for St. Patrick's day. I know, you know, I'm, I do that for Christmas. You know, I have all these tubs. It's the same thing online. It's like you take out all of your decorations for that holiday and you display them. And there's no reason why you can't do that with social media. So you guys, if you can't tell already, I get really jazzed up, really excited about this. If you were interested at all in the Better Marketing with Bella program, we will be opening the doors soon. And what happens is we basically never go public with it because there's such a high demand for it that people are always signing up for the wait list. And then when they sign up for the wait list, most of the time when we actually say, okay, doors are open, would you like to take the spot? They say yes. The way to get on that wait list is to go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash you guessed it, waitlist. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash waitlist. 
It'll take you probably about 45 seconds to fill out. It'll give us your basic information and we'll be reaching out to you just in a couple of weeks because this program, like I said, we help a minimum of 35 companies every month. So it's very important that we batch all of this work and we start well in advance. At the recording right now, it is the middle of February. I'm recording this podcast and we already have all of the content done for this semester until June. It's all created because we have to be able to sit down and do it. It is at such a cheap monthly cost, or you can pay for six months in advance and get a discount, but it is at such a cheap cost that we have to batch the content. It's the only way that it can be profitable for me to do it for you guys, right? And just so you know, too, I birthed this program because after I sold my pet sitting company, in May of 2016, I was so sad that I did not have a pet sitting company to actually market for anymore, that this is why Better Marketing with Bella was birthed January of 2017. Guys, our graphics are things that celebrate holidays. They're funny stuff like P-H-U-N-N-Y. Just go to my Instagram account if you actually want to see some of it. And uh, it's just at Bella Vasta. And you can click on one of the highlights up there that says BMWB, Better Marketing with Bella. And you can see there's like so many slides in there about how people are getting customers from it and just about how all of it works. And because I like to reward you for the time that you just spent with me because you did spend it, I want to give you back your investment. So go ahead and shoot me an email, bella at jumpconsulting.net or shoot me a DM and I will be happy to slide you in a discount from our price for the program. The program actually can be seen and everything there at Jump consulting.net forward slash marketing. Uh, that'll show you all that's included in the program, but the wait list is jumpconsulting.net forward slash wait list. All right, you guys, I hope that that really energized you and made you think about, are you doing any of the 13 biggest mistakes that I see pet sitters and dog walkers make on social media? I definitely want to help get you even better at that. I've got so many stories that I could tell you, and maybe I will tell you some of these stories on an upcoming episode of some of my Better Marketing with Bella clients who were terrified to even do an Instagram post, let alone a story. And now how they are actually generating so much awareness and clients from it because I was able to help push them out of their comfort zone, give them all kinds of ideas and inspiration, and they made it their own and they are killing it. Like absolutely killing it. Like Instagram is where it's at for them, which makes sense because I mean, honestly, guys, if you're fighting the Facebook algorithm, you're fighting like you're in the heavyweight ring and you're a lightweight. Like, I mean, I'll say that about myself too, because it's just the way like Facebook works. But Instagram, you really can curate such a small population of people that like are in your area very easily and get that buzz going, you know, and Facebook just, it's very hard for businesses. When you post on your Facebook page, you're only going to get between two to 5% reach and that's on average. Okay. So say you have a hundred people on your page, only two to five people are going to see it. And out of those two to five people, how many people are actually going to engage? Now, does that mean, do you actually, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent now, but does it mean that you don't have a Facebook page? Hell no, guys. Like I was saying before is that when someone's looking to use your company, they're going to go to Facebook and they're going to see like what you've been posting. It doesn't matter if you're popular or not. They just want to see, they want to see you. 
They want to see walking dogs. They want to hear these different client stories. And that is a whole nother story for a whole nother day. So I am going to stop. <laughs> but listen, you guys, I hope this has helped you. I hope that if any of this has jazzed you up or you said, hey, Belle, like I need help with social media. I really encourage you to come and join the waitlist for Better Marketing with Bella because it's not really going to go public. It never does because the program is has such a high or a low churn rate and a high, what do I call it? Like a resign rate, I guess. And uh, just so you do know, I was talking semesters. Semesters are January through June and July through December. All right, you guys, I'm going to end this episode just like I do every other episode. I want to remind you that when life gets you down, always keep jumping. And if you love this episode, go ahead and shoot me an email. Go ahead and leave me a review. I would love that. It also would help um, all, you know, anyone else who might be checking this out and, uh, thanks for listening guys. Love you. Bye. (laughs) So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, the best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.